Hey, this is Nathan. And this is Thomas. Today on Not the Pastor, we have special guest. Uh, oh, no, I knew we forgot about something. Thomas, we don't have a special guest. Gasp. This is awkward. Quick, we should come up with something to talk about. I know we should talk about how we have both transitioned youth ministries and talk about the experience that we gained from that and how we can effectively transition ministries. I like it. So we're going to talk about how to hand off ministry that I've been doing and working with, and now I'm going to hand it to somebody else so that they can do it instead. Yeah, that that's a better way of saying it. I like that I love better. It. Let's talk about that. Okay. I think that's what we're... Okay. That's what we're going to talk about today. go ahead and just jump in here. We are talking about passing on ministry after we know that it's time to leave. How do we know who to pass ministries on to? What are some things we're looking for? Nathan, what do you have for us? Yeah. So um, we, we just cast lots like they did, you know, in the new right. Testament and that's yes. how we did it. Whoever loses. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Makes no. Sense. Uh, so we, I'm actually going to steal an acrostic from my pastor who stole it from a book and who the people that we're going to focus on for handing anything off to, whether it's just a task in itself or a whole ministry, they're going to be the fat people. Okay. Yeah. F A T fat. That's F A T the fat people. Yes. Now I I already, I already mentioned that this was an acrostic, so don't, don't, don't go somewhere with that, that I'm not meaning for it to go. Yeah. So fat stands for, first of all, that they're faithful. Okay. Second of all, that they are available. And then third of all, that they are teachable. Okay. So just to so, give a, a little bit of, of explanation for each of those, because those, those t- terms can kind of be a little bit generic, starting with faithful. If a Christian, if a member of your church is somebody who's faithful, naturally there's somebody that you can depend on. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have good follow through. They're going to have proved that already. They're going to be the individual who is already involved in everything. I mean, if we're talking about, we're handing them an entire ministry, like youth ministry, for instance, I I want somebody who's already coming to Sunday morning. They're already coming to Sunday evening. They're already coming to Wednesday evening. They're doing that faithfully, regularly. It's, it's, they're not the one that I'm having to call up every week, you know, saying, Hey man, we missed you. Is everything okay? No, they're already there. They're already taking advantage of everything that's there. They're honestly at our church. It's pretty important to us that they're involved in outreach. And then again, they're not perfect, but it's somebody who to the best of their ability, they are basically living out what they are hearing in the pulpit. There's somebody who can be, be trusted to handle greater and greater responsibility. You've given them a little bit, they've stewarded it well. So you give them a little bit more, a little bit more. So somebody who's faithful, first of all, somebody. So you're not going to ask somebody to be a takeover youth ministry or a Sunday school class or a, whatever it is in an effort to get them to be faithful. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Seeing that happen. Where we're like, hey, I've tried I, to do that, <laughs> right? And, and, and there's it comes from a good place, I think. And yes. I think giving someone responsibility can help sometimes in giving ownership, those kind of things. And so I think that that's the the idea mm-hmm. that people have. But when we're talking about, 
hey, I want you to be the person that runs with this class, or I want you to be the the yes. person that's going to head this up every week. That's yes. a different conversation than, hey, can you help me with this small task? It's right. That's a different conversation. And so tasks yeah. for somebody to help get involved in ownership, those kind of things, but faithfulness for someone no. who's going yeah. to be in ministry and you're going to be yep. giving that to. I think that's good. Yeah. Uh, a good distinction. I mean, for, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There there's, we're talking about two different things there. For, for instance, here's an example. If we've got somebody who is working in nursery, a lady who's working in nursery or a man, for example, who's working in security, both of those take them out of the service that they're a part of. Right. The, they're not going to hear the preaching that service more than likely. So if the only time they're ever coming is the service that they're scheduled to work yeah. and they're missing that service, well, that's not helping them spiritually. So we, we definitely don't try to give ministry responsibility to people just to make sure that they're going to be there. Again, it's, you're right. If there's somebody new and we want to get them plugged in and they're, they're starting right. to come more and more and you're like, hey, can you help us with some greeting and standing at the front door or something like that? That's right. a different story. Yeah. But yeah, we're, we're, we want somebody for the, the more serious responsibilities, somebody who's already proven that they're going to be there because they love Jesus and they want to hear the preaching. So yeah, that's a good distinction. I feel like it might just even be worth saying as we're talking about this episode, both you and I have passed off a fairly large ministry in, in that we both were youth pastors and yes. then passed that off to another fairly recently. We've both gone through that transition. And so much of what we're going to be talking about is coming from that kind of a mindset Absolutely. Where so we're not talking about who's going to fold the bulletins. It's not the same level. It's not the same. Yeah. Not the same. Exactly. Yeah. Totally different level of ownership and responsibility there. Yep. Second of all, we want them to be available. Mm-hmm. And and by available, what I don't mean is that okay, they just have all the time in the world and the only responsibility that they have on their plate is to come to church and do things. And I mean I, I praise the Lord for individuals who have a lot of margin in their schedule, but specifically what I'm talking about with available people are the individuals who they are just as busy as everyone else, yet they still make time hmm. to be involved, to be discipled. They're the individual who is willing to stretch themselves sure. in, in order to follow through on discipleship, on in order to make sure that that homework is done, in order to make sure that those requirements are, are met. These are those who are, even though they are busy, they are making growth in, in their Christian walk with the Lord. They're making that a priority. They are prioritizing God and and, and his work. Yep. Then last of all, so that's, that's faithful. That's a faithful individual and available individual. Then the third trait that we're looking for, and this is so important is that they're teachable. Sure. Um, You know, a, a necessary trait of, of a disciple of someone that you are see going to consider for greater limelight yeah, right. within your church, sure. the church that you minister in, is it's got to be humble enough to take correction. Yeah, the the individuals that we're going to invest our time in, that we're going to pour ourselves into, that we're going to be willing to hand things off to, are those who are going to heed your advice and instruction, mm-hmm. even when it doesn't make complete sense to them. Okay. Maybe they don't agree with all the correction you give them, but they're saying, you know, hey, I appreciate that. I'm going to consider that. Yes. That's a teachable individual. That's the yeah. kind of person 
that man I want on my team. Yeah. Uh, that's the kind of person I want to be. First of all, right. is, that's is it. teachable. Yep. And at, at times I, I know I have not been, right. but always, always striving for that to be faithful, available, teachable. This is obviously ideal, <laughs> yes. again, but we're not looking for the perfect individual. We're just looking for right. the person who is, is doing the best they can with what they've got. They're uh, making themselves as available as, as they can. And they're willing to, to be corrected at times. Even those are, those are the fat people. Yeah. That's what we want to be. Perfect. So those are the people we're looking for when we're looking yep. to hand off ministry. Absolutely. So here we are, I've been in youth ministry for nine years and know that mm-hmm. that's what God had had me doing, but also knew that it was time to make a change that was clear yes. that that was what God had for me. And that time was to move on. We actually moved to a different position in the same church, but didn't want to leave the ministry that we were at right. um, alone and without right. anybody there. And so we started looking for something yes. just like that, right? Looking for people yeah. that would be able to take the spot, yes. that would be able to just come in and move forward. And so I found that yeah. in actually a guy who came through our youth group and my brother, Samuel Nunnery. And so that was really cool to be able yeah, to, to see that in him and his wife and then watch them take that over. So we found the person, got the, right. got the fat guy. Yes. Um, got or, the fat guy. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yes. Let me sure I tell, tell your brother you said that. That's right. <laughs> no. So, so we have that guy, but I mean, you don't just up and leave, right? Not a ministry like yeah. that. Not something that's that important. Something that you want Deuces, to right? have fun. Exactly. Yeah. Nathan talked to us then about uh, yeah. the other acrostic that we have going on. Well, yeah, we, we do have another wonderful acrostic that has been stolen. So first you find the fat people and then what do you do with them? You maul them. You maul the fat people. <laughs> M-A-W-L. Okay. Yep. Oh M-A-W-L. All right. So M-A-W-L mall stands for you mentor. Okay. Then you assist. Then you watch. And then you leave. So the first thing you're going to do is once you've had that discussion, hey, I'm, this is what we're kind of considering here. Is this something that you would be interested in? Why don't you just come and sit in and, and watch for a while? Sure. If this is something that you're open to, you know, you all pray about it. And then I'm not even asking you to do anything right off the bat. Just why don't you come and sit in on a Sunday or a Wednesday or whenever it is you have your, your youth meeting weekly, but Hey, why don't you just come in and sit there? So really what, what you want to get to though, as you are modeling this ministry for them is you want to allow them that sort of behind the scenes view of, of ministry, of ministry reality. Uh, you want to you want to grant them access to really see see into your life, see behind that curtain of ministry. So you're gonna do all sorts of things depending on what ministry it is sure. that you're handing off to them. Yeah. You you want to you know take them on visits with you. They need to see how you talk through things with a family, yeah. talk through some sensitive issues. Maybe you have a conversation with them, something along the lines of, "Hey." I, I don't know how your schedule goes, but I, I typically do my study, yeah. the, my best study in the mornings. So, you know, I try to block off every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of the week from nine to 11 to do my sermon prep or sure. that person was on the phone at the door. So I just gave them a track and ended the conversation quickly rather than, rather than annoying them, yeah. you know, trying to leave a good uh, taste. So, so yeah. having them first off with you as you're ministering and then, good. but the important thing is 
that then you talk through, yeah, good. You know, hey, this is why I'm doing what right. I did yeah. and, and open it up to discussion. Hey, what did you see there? What, yeah. what, how would you have done that different? And yeah. basically allow them to take part in your, in your ministry, in your life, just, just watching, just observing. If it, the context could work out and it's like a new Christian or somebody or a new work Christian, hey, have them over to your home for, uh, for dinner and family devotions. Allow them to see what a ministry family looks right. like. So basically you're taking that, that person who's fat, they're faithful, available and teachable, yep. and you're allowing them to be in, involved at a life on life level sure. with you to see those behind the scenes views of ministry. It's not enough to do the upfront come in here while we, while I teach this class or show up the two minutes before yeah. this thing starts like everyone else. But what you're looking yeah. to do is, Hey, come with me on Saturday when I yep. am sitting here trying to type up the program for this and walk like exactly. walk with me through this so that we can see the nuts and bolts. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that's good. That's good. So mentoring modeling. First you're going to model it, then you're going to assist. And so here, here's where the table starts to turn a little bit. Okay. So you're not just talking through things with them. You're, you're allowing them a little bit of skin in the game. Okay. So you model things a little bit, but then you're allowing them to assist you with certain aspects. Maybe you let them get up and give the announcements. Yeah. Uh, you allow them to do some research for the upcoming sermon series or yeah. you, you let them teach a, a portion of the the sermon or the new members class or whatever it is that, yeah. that you have to present. Basically, once they're starting to sort of get a grasp of, of how things work, and um, this shouldn't take too long right. if they're a, a faithful, available, and teachable person. So pretty, pretty quick, yeah. start giving them more and more responsibility and allowing them to start assisting you. Again, though, the, the important thing is you've always got to have that after action review. So yeah, man, if you, if you allow them to get up there and give announcements, it's possible that they would be terrible, like <laughs> that they would be embarrassed or awkward, not sure exactly how to handle themselves. Talk about those things. Right. Hey, how'd you feel about that? How do you feel like that went? Um, what do you think you could do better? You know, here's, here's a suggestion or man, I really liked how you did that. Yeah. That, that was solid. I would do that every time. So always have that after action review yeah, and both affirm what they did well, as well as also yeah. maybe suggest some, some things that they could do better. So when we're talking about modeling, it's me doing most yeah. of the work them watching, right? This assist, yep. would you say it would be like having that, like a pre-plan? Obviously it depends on what we're talking about here, right? If, if we're talking about giving announcements, yeah, that's sure. maybe not that big right. of a deal, right? Here's the paper, read the paper, right? I mean, that's a different conversation. But if I'm talking about like, hey, this is your activity. I'm here to help you do this. So you're going to have that pre-plan. Yes. Let's walk, talk through that. Okay, you're, yep. you ran the activity. Now let's debrief yeah. that and talk to yeah. So there's going to be like you're bookending those things. Well, yeah. And I mean, how we've, we did that in the past was, hey, why don't you come help us with this youth activity? And can you specifically pick up these couple of supplies and then be there at this time to do whatever and, you know, help us clean up at the end? There's a, f a few things for you to do. Yes. After they experienced that activity that year, yep. well, the next year we're going to have a pretty, I mean, a lot of those activities we do every year, of course we do. or you know, maybe change them up a little bit. So then it's like, Hey, you, you saw this whole thing happen next year or last year, mm -hmm. you make it happen this year. Yep. And so, yeah, there's some, some transition there. And that's where we get into the, actually the next step Good. 
it's even more involvement than just assisting, you know, handling not just a task, but maybe an entire event. Sure. So that this is where we get into to watching where basically it's kind of similar in my mind to like whenever a parent is teaching their teen driver who has their permit to to drive, you are still in a vehicle. You're still very much involved in giving direction and you're a set of eyes, but they're in control of the vehicle. Sure. So basically this would be more of the level of like, okay, here's an event. You put it together. Right. You you know start to finish, you take care of it or, gotcha. hey man, it's, it's time for you to preach. Yep. I think a couple of things that are super important to remember with this this step though of watching is just expect that they're going to do things differently sure. than you do it yeah and second of all it's probably not going to be done quite as well right and third of all that's okay yes like so mistakes yes. are a, a wonderful teacher yeah. as, as much help as we want to give them ahead of time and and help them to avoid pitfalls sometimes stumbling a little bit is is going to be just fine so yeah. allow them to some room to make some mistakes but again yeah. give that feedback yeah. afterwards have that after action review you're going to start out again with modeling then assisting now we're now we're watching they yeah. are more in control and you're basically the passenger yeah yeah i appreciate too just the mindset there that if you're passing a ministry on it's because that God has something different for you. That's not, that's not where you're supposed to be anymore. Making sure that you let them do that. Like eventually it has to be theirs. It can't be right. yours that you have held on to vicariously through them. Like that's, that's yeah. not helpful. Just making sure that we remind ourselves different is not bad all the time. No. Sometimes it's even good. Yes. Yeah. They're <laughs> absolutely, you're absolutely right. They could do things not as well as you, but there's possibility that they could actually do some things a whole lot better yes. than you're doing. Well, and that's where you, you get into the, the last step. Then you've watched them. Eventually, it's time. This is the hardest step, honestly, uh, I think, or it can be the hardest step. And that's where you leave. You just finally step away and say, okay, it's yours. Uh, you run with it. You're not even necessarily having to report to me. I, I think you can actually prevent that disciple or that fat person, that faithful, available, and teachable person from fully embracing that that task or that ministry until you leave. Yeah. So you've got to give them room to grow. You've got to continue to follow up and see how they're doing. And, but it's more of a support role at that point. It's not so much, maybe there's some counsel there if they're asking for that, but right. it's more of a, Hey man, how you doing? Can I help anyway? Right. Are you getting burnt out here? Yeah. How, how's things going? Yep, it's good. Thomas, I know in your situation, you did something that was pretty cool. How did you prepare for that next guy yeah. to succeed in that youth ministry? Sure. I took over the youth ministry at harvest and knew that that wasn't where I was going to stay forever. And so Several years in, just made the decision that I wanted to leave. And regardless of who took over, I didn't know who that was going to be. And so wanted to make sure that I had something in right. place to hand off to whoever that was. And so I started working on, called it the next guidebook, just a next file on I love that. my Google Drive. And it started out just like as a letter, you know, and, and as I started writing, I'm like, man, I got to add in this and that. And, and it ended up becoming like a very long document. And basically what I did though, is I just started with, Hey, this is who I am. And this is how we've run things in the past. I want you to know what those things are. I included people who had special skills. You need to know that if you're going to camp and you don't have a CDL, you need to contact 
Dr. Kevin yes. or you need to call, you know, whoever. Right? And I listed those guys that yes. had that CDL out. I gave a short bio yeah. for the guys that were helping us. And so here are the dupits and you need to know them. That little, that little tidbit of information right there is gold. Yeah. Knowing who can do yeah. what in the church and who you can ask yeah. to do certain things. That is yeah. huge. Yep. So I, I included who I use for my mechanic. Yes. <laughs> I included that in that list. I'm terrible with tools. I'm just not good at it. And so if I ever needed something built, you know who I can call? I can call Brother Keith Wardrip. And he's the guy that can do that. Or who could run food events or who's good at cooking food, right? And those kind of things. It turned out that we handed ministry off to, to my younger brother. <laughs> who already knew most of those things. Yes. But it was a great idea. <laughs> Some of my favorite things that I put in there were if you need to get away and you need Wi-Fi, our library has awesome research rooms and you can use those for free. Or there's the coffee shop, but it's down around behind in the backside of town. And this is a really nice, quiet coffee shop. Go there instead of Starbucks. We have a conference that we go to every year and our teenagers love it. But man, they don't ever get the information to us until like three weeks before they need money. Yep. And the new guy coming in wouldn't know that necessarily. No. So they'd get the stuff, but wouldn't have made any of the announcements ahead yeah. of time. Hey, you need $150 in three weeks. And yeah. For our teenagers, that would have been a problem. But then honestly, included a note that just said, this is what I did. And yeah. it's yours, man. Do something different and make it awesome and better. And I hope that it can be better than what it was when I was there. I read a quote this week. He was talking to a group of pastors. He said, every pastor is an interim pastor. We're all getting ready to move out. Yes. Like none of us are going to be here yeah. forever. Even if, even if the church yeah. that we're serving in, even if this is our whole life's work and we're here for 30 years, yep. well, this goes on barring Jesus coming back. This will go on for longer than that. That's the goal. Yes. So I'm yeah. only here for this period of time. I need to be planning for the person that's coming next. I think yeah. that's super important and why we have to talk about what do we do when we leave? <laughs> well, and that, that brings up a great question, Thomas. How do you know when it's time? How do you know that it's time to start looking for the fat people and mauling them? <laughs> I think some of that is a work Jesus does. I think some of it too uh -huh. is when those people are available and there. Honestly, we knew it was time when there was somebody who was ready, who, who, who was faithful, available, and teachable, and who we had already gone through those first parts of that mall yeah. setup right? where we, we've done some yeah. mentoring, there'd been some assisting, and then there, there'd been some yeah. watching. I know that's kind of a cop out, but that's kind of where we were. So we didn't move until there was somebody there to take that over. Well, it sounds like you're saying just follow the Lord. Yeah. I mean, that's not a, I don't think that's a cop out. <laughs> yes. For anybody who knows what that right. feels like or knows yes. that experience, I mean, we can say, because it sounds good, oh, I'm just seeking the Lord or following the Lord, but we know what it actually feels like yeah. when you do yeah. it. And to have gone through that, those steps with him and to have seen him work step, step by step and to truly desire his will in all of that, then yeah, no, that that's, I don't think that's a cop out at all. I know for, for us, uh, a few things, thoughts come to mind. I mean, we're, we're, we endeavor to just always begin with yeah. the end in mind. And so just like you mentioned, always just knowing that there is going to be somebody yes. after us. And so just always kind of trying to prepare for yep. that. And as well as just always, we are, I feel like I'm trying to in any ministry that God allows us to steward is that we are just perpetually trying to work ourselves 
out of a job. Yeah. Yeah. And that the, the most important thing isn't necessarily always the ministry itself. And, and that, that sounds weird because yeah. it is very important, the ministry, but as important as that is the person that I'm working with or couple that we're working with discipling training to yeah. maybe one day take that over. Sure. And that is just as much ministry and sometimes more transformational work. Yeah. I, I feel like the biggest impact that that we had was on the in, individuals that we were working with who were helping us in the class, yeah. not the, the teens themselves oftentimes. Sure. And sure. so, and, and so just always trying to train people and, and help the people that are helping us to move forward in their own walk. Yeah. And then, man, you never know, maybe one day one of those people end up being the one that takes that ministry over. Well, it's been good talking about yes. transitioning ministries, hand in ministry tasks, entire ministries over. Yep. I, I know that we have talked a lot about things that we, we know, but really, Thomas, I, I feel like you and I both would say that we're not speaking from a position of being experts on this, but more yep. just sort of fellow travelers, fellow strugglers. Yes. We're, yep. we're in the foxhole yes. there yes. with the listeners. Oh, yeah. Well, plenty of the things that we talk about, man, I wish I would have read that book before I did that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? yeah. So, yeah. Yep. So. When I when I say I've learned this, what I mean is like last week. <laughs> right. <laughs> I learned I, this. I, I messed it up when I did <laughs> yeah. it. So now yeah. I know. So Yeah. So <laughs> next week I'll do it better. But right. exactly. Yeah, just just that mindset of, hey, here's some things that we're learning right, aside, right yes. alongside yeah. you. So hopefully yeah. some things will Absolutely. this episode will be a help and yeah. encouragement. Best thing is, is that Jesus is good and gracious. And even when we mess it up, he can make good things happen. And so that's awesome. Thanks so much for joining us today on Not the Pastor. If you enjoyed today's episode, you will love Nathan Oxer's blog post about finding fat people and how to maul them. You can find the links to those in the show notes. We would also love to hear about the times that you've handed off ministry. You can join the conversation that we're having on our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash not the pastor. Would you take a moment and rate and review this podcast on iTunes? We would love to hear from you and your rating helps get this podcast in front of more listeners. Thanks so much for joining us today. Until next week, we are not the pastor.